Once upon a time, there was a mother bear, a father bear, and three baby bears. Hello, listener, and welcome to the latest episode of Two Grown Men. Uh, it's just Nick this week. That's entirely on me, Nick. James was around for a recording this week, but I'm basically failing on all cylinders uh, when it comes to podcasting at the moment. It's irritating. Actually, podcasting's the thing I want to do the second most in my life at the moment. Uh, after spending time with my wife and kids, who are as ever awesome, but um, events at, at work have kind of set dominoes in motion that have left me completely wiped out. And uh, so every time I, I start to think about reading comics, so um, I can do the uh, the other podcast, or, or every time I have to start thinking about editing together one of these shows, because um, sitting down and talking to James is the easiest thing in the world, but but I, I put off and put off and put off the editing. Uh, you can tell uh, where my mental health is, uh, generally speaking, based on how long it takes me to actually get round to it. Um, yeah. The dominoes have fallen, basically. And here we are. But um, we've, we've already missed a couple of deadlines, or I've already missed a couple of deadlines. So um, I wanted to uh, put out something this week, even if it's a complete cop-out. A couple of bits of admin first, probably. Uh, this is Two Grown Men. Uh, normally, it's a show about mainly about parenting, but generally about what it means being a uh, 40-something feckless white man, because there aren't enough podcasts about, about them, um, us, about us. Uh, you can listen to all of the previous episodes of the podcast at twogrownmen.net. Uh, you can also find us on your podcatcher of choice. And if you do enjoy the podcast, please do rate and review us at your podcatcher of choice. There is a Twitter account. It's uh, 2GM Pod. Uh, and there's also a Facebook page. That's uh, Two Grown Men. And we tend to record the podcasts live on Mixler, which is like a, it's almost like a, uh, I guess, like a radio show. It broadcasts out onto the internet. You can join us in the chat room for that. That's at Mixler.com. Um, I can't remember the exact address, but we always announce it on either Twitter or Facebook in advance of the episodes. Uh, you can listen to all of our previous episodes at twogrownmen.net, and there are normally quite thorough show notes, or certainly there are for a lot of the episodes. Again, depending on my energy levels or my mental health, the uh, the amount of detail to those show notes can can uh, can vary. Uh, this is Patreon supported. Uh, this and uh, the other show I do sometimes with James uh, is uh, is uh, Patreon supported at patreon.com forward slash totp, and um, you can throw us a little bit of money every month if that's one of the ways that you support things. Uh, I do recommend it. It makes you feel warm inside. Not necessarily supporting us, just supporting anyone uh, who you like um, who's doing something creative or not creative or whatever they're doing. I don't know. 
So basically, I uh, postponed the live recording this week, uh, the recording with James, because of the reasons I've already kind of given. It's lame. It's just really lame. Uh, so, of me, uh, not of uh, the world. The world just goes ticking on. Uh, this is on me, this one. But I did want to do something, and uh, when I want to do something... That, uh, but I don't really have a plan. That tends to be when I'm at my most self-indulgent. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a couple of our favourite uh, bedtime storybooks at the moment. These aren't rare or obscure books at all. Um, and I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the best story reader. Bedtime story reader. I, I apparently can't improvise. My wife uh, improvises short stories for the boys... Um, a bedtime stories for the boys. I can't even do that, which is pretty rubbish uh, of me. So, um, because this isn't for profit, I'm assuming it's okay that I do this. Uh, these are both books that I recommend, and as I said, they're not obscure. So, um, one of them has been around for decades, the other one for nearly that long. Um, in fact, I'll read them in order of how m much they get me in my feels. Oh, we've been listening to T and Mo a lot. Um, literally, just the songs that are available on YouTube and on uh, and on iPlayer. Um, they're a CBBS thing. Apparently, there's a show attached to it. But Lauren Laverne does the vocals, and they've got the most beautiful bedtime song. So I recommend that. Look up T and Mo on YouTube. That's T and Mo. It's not Tian as one name and Mo. That would be ridiculous. Um, anyway, so. The Tiger Who Came to Tea by Judith Kerr First published in paperback by Picture Lions in 1973 so this book is as old as I am. Once there was a little girl called Sophie and she was having tea with her mummy in the kitchen. Suddenly there was a ring at the door. Sophie's mummy said I wonder who that can be. It can't be the milkman because he came this morning. And it can't be the boy from the grocer, because this isn't the day he comes. And it can't be Daddy, because he's got his key. We'd better open the door and see. Sophie opened the door, and there was a big, furry, stripy tiger. The tiger said, Excuse me, but I'm very hungry. Do you think I could have tea with you? Sophie's mummy said, Of course, come in. So the tiger came into the kitchen and sat down at the table. Sophie's mummy said, Would you like a sandwich? But the tiger didn't just take one sandwich. He took all the sandwiches on the plate and swallowed them in one big mouthful. Ow! And he still looked hungry. So Sophie passed him the buns. But again, the tiger didn't eat just one bun. He ate all the buns on the dish. And then he ate all the biscuits and all the cake, until there was nothing left to eat on the table. So Sophie's mummy said, Would you like a drink? And the tiger drank all the milk in the milk jug, and all the tea in the teapot. And then he looked around the kitchen to see what else he could find. He ate all the supper that was cooking in the saucepans, and all the food in the fridge, and all the packets and tins in the cupboard. And he drank all the milk, and all the orange juice, and all Daddy's beer, and all the water in the tap. 
Then he said, Thank you for my nice tea. I think I'd better go now. And he went. Sophie's mummy said, I don't know what to do. I've got nothing for Daddy's supper. The tiger has eaten it all. And Sophie found she couldn't have her bath because the tiger had drunk all the water in the tap. Just then, Sophie's daddy came home. So Sophie and her mummy told him what had happened and how the tiger had eaten all the food and drunk all the drink. And Sophie's daddy said, I know what we'll do. I've got a very good idea. We'll put on our coats and go to a cafe. So they went out into the dark, and all the street lamps were lit, and all the cars had their lights on, and they walked down the road to a cafe, and they had a lovely supper with sausages and chips and ice cream. In the morning, Sophie and her mummy went shopping, and they bought lots more things to eat. And they also bought a very big tin of tiger food, in case the tiger should come to tea again. But he never did. So that's The Tiger Who Came to Tea by Judith Kern. You can tell it was a while ago because there was a grocer boy who brought the groceries round. And um, also the gender roles are all like really old-fashioned. Uh, but it, it's all good. The daddy's kind when he finds out that the mummy has uh, fucked up on the whole dinner front. So at least there's that. It could have been a lot worse. It's not Andy Cat or anything like that. Anyway, uh, this book, the next book, is much more recent. It was first published in 2004, so not that recent, actually. Um, it's post-9-11, uh, which is important. I tend to measure history as what happened before uh, September 2001 and after, and this is very much a post-9-11 children's story, I think. It's called You're All My Favourites. It's written by Sam McBratney and illustrated by Anita Jerram. And uh, again, as with the previous book, the art in this is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I recommend seeking it out. Once upon a time, there was a mother bear, a father bear, and three baby bears. A first baby bear, a second baby bear, and a third baby bear. Whoever tucked them in at night always said the same thing to them. You are the most wonderful baby bears in the whole wide world. One night, after their mummy bear had tucked them in, and after she had said, You are the most wonderful baby bears in the whole wide world, the baby bears began to wander. But how do you know? they asked their mummy bear. How do you know we are the most wonderful baby bears in the whole wide world? Because your daddy told me said their mummy bear. When your daddy saw you on the night that you were born, he said, and I remember it very well, he said, those are the nicest baby bears I have ever seen. They are the nicest baby bears anyone has ever seen. That was a good answer. The three baby bears snuggled down as content as could be. But one day, the first baby bear began to think. He wondered if the other two bears were better than he was. They had patches, after all, and he did not. Maybe his mummy really, really liked patches. And the second baby bear began to wander. Maybe Daddy loves the other two more than me, she thought. They were boy bears, after all, and she was not. 
and the third baby bear began to worry. I'm only the littlest, he thought. Everybody's bigger than me. So that night, the three baby bears asked their daddy bear. But which one of us do you like most? Who is your favourite? We can't all be the best. Yes, you can, said their daddy bear. I know you can, because I heard your mummy say so. When she saw you, and Daddy Bear picked up the first baby bear to give him a cuddle, she said, That is the most perfect first little bear that anyone has ever seen. Even with no patches? Patches don't matter at all, replied his daddy, as he tucked him in. And when your mummy saw you, Daddy Bear picked up the second baby bear. She said, that is the most perfect second little bear that anyone has ever seen. Even if I'm not a boy? Girl or boy, it makes no difference, said her daddy, and he hugged her tight. And when your mummy saw you, Daddy Bear lifted the last baby bear into his arms. She said, that is the most perfect third little bear that anyone has ever seen. Even if I'm the littlest? Bigly or littly, we love you just the same. So there, three favourites. You're all my favourites. And the best baby bears in the whole wide world went to sleep as happily as could be, because that was a good answer too. And that's that. I told you it was a bit of a cop-out, um, probably uh, a, a, a trademark illegal cop-out, so sorry about that. Um, but I just wanted to give you something. I love reading uh, stories to the boys, even though I don't necessarily think I'm very good at it. And um, and I know that a lot of the people who listen to this don't have kids, and so don't get to do that. And it is one of the funnest parts, which is interesting because the kids don't really have any input into it at all. Um, and you might not be hearing some of these stories and they're really cool. I like how absurd the tiger who came to tears and the way it just finishes so surreally. And uh, You're All My Favourites is absolutely beautiful. It's, uh, I think it's the same team as did um, uh, Guess How Much I Love You. Uh, which is a lovely uh, children's book that I actually know because a friend of mine gave me it years ago, a very close friend of mine gave me it years and years ago. Um, so nothing to do with parenting at all. So that's that. Uh, thank you for indulging me in this. If you have listeners, uh, if you switched off uh, as soon as you realise what it was going to be that's also fair but you won't be hearing this so you won't know thanks uh, to our patrons you're brilliant uh, sorry uh, I've been letting you down so much recently and um, and that's that it's hard to choose between you you guys you're all my favourites